Welcome to Residential Tech Talks. I'm Jeremy Glowacki, Executive Editor of Residential Tech Today. On this week's podcast, Arizona North America's Victoria Garcia Massimo and Bob Howie join us from Miami and Dallas to discuss their company's smart control solution for HVAC systems. Arizona's IDU Pro acts as a bridge between proprietary HVAC inverter and mini split manufacturers protocols and IoT device or smart home control system APIs. If you're like me, when I first learned about Arizona about a year ago, the words inverter and mini split might be completely unfamiliar terms. And if you do know what they are, you may not realize how hard those particular HVAC system designs are to integrate into a smart home without losing their energy saving features. That's what our guests today are here to explain for us as the market for inverter and mini split systems, which is already huge around the world, begins to take hold in North America. Welcome to the podcast, Victoria Garcia Massimo and Bob Howie. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for having us, Jeremy. Thank you. Yeah, well, welcome. And uh, Victoria, maybe you could start us off by giving some background for those who don't understand the difference between traditional HVAC systems and inverter systems. What, what makes them... Um, the inverter system's unique, um, more energy efficient, that sort of thing. Um, can you explain that background before we get into discussing uh, how your product works? Okay. So the biggest part of it, uh, comparing a traditional unit, how we call a non-inverter and an inverter unit, is that the traditional unit, it, it doesn't matter if the need is for one degree or 10 degrees, it's going to go full speed. It's going to consume all the energy that that unit can give you uh, to get to that one or 10 degrees. When we go to the inverter compressors, to the inverter driven units, the biggest part of, of that difference is that if I just need one degree, I'm just gonna consume a little bit of energy. We can modulate the speed, we can modulate uh, the consumption of that unit to that one degree. If it's 10 degrees, of course, I will need more energy. So. And my unit is going to consume more energy to get to those those 10 degrees. And uh, what Bob was mentioning earlier today about the smart thermostats, these smart thermostats, uh, they run as 24 uh, volts interfaces. So they basically turn the unit on and off. Uh, same, same thing happens with the thermostats that we have for the home automation. For all the providers of home automation, they can turn the unit on or off. In the case of the inverter units, the LGs, the Mitsubishis, the Daikins of the world, these units uh, have their own protocol inside, their own logic on how this is going to work. And that's where Arizona comes in place as a partner because uh, we have created relationships with all these manufacturers of HVAC that have allowed us to have access to their, um, to their protocols. So we have a library of about 80 different manufacturer protocols and all these protocols are inside these devices that, that we that we manufacture, that we sell, and they, that allow to connect your inverter compressor unit uh, to uh, either smart thermostats or home automation. Okay, so that just put, puts the proper um, power or the the communication 
link that needs to go in between those two things that don't normally talk properly to each other. I'm trying not to to sound too stupid while I'm saying that, but uh, but but it, it it's basically like a translation device in between the two pieces. Yes. Very much. Very much. Okay. And and when you Bob, when you're you're as your regional sales manager for the U.S. Central and West um, parts of the country, um, and you're working a lot with the uh, custom integration channel, uh, how aware are the folks you're talking to on the CI side to the kind of the communication breakdown between a smart thermostat and an inverter system, or is it a big educational project for you right now? No, no, you're absolutely correct. It is, it is a big educational product, uh, project, uh, for us here at Arizona. Um, they, the CI teams out there, you know, when the customer integration teams out there that are, either they are simply looking for a solution for this problem. They know that there is a problem. However, they don't understand how to fix it. When they find out that Airzone has those capabilities, we are being welcomed with just open arms out there um, in the field. They are absolutely opening their doors and doing it. My only, um, my, my only hurdle, I should say, is is when we do get out there, they're, they understand that the problem exists. However, within that problem, there's within that um, integration, Arizona has has um, been able to facilitate between multiple manufacturers. So there's specific needs to each individual manufacturer that we have had to identify and we've had to um, you know create a solution for. Um, it's not just a one piece, plug it in and we go on our merry way. Um, that would make our lives a whole lot easier out there. Unfortunately, it's not true. <laughs> uh, but the the integrators are are truly embracing the technology. It's just now it's how are we going to be able to work it in within their business unit? Because here in the North American market, we are still primarily traditional unitary. So during that time when, when inverters do come into play, um, they are excited to have a solution to, you know, to present to their customers. Yeah, because when you originally launched, um, I think the press release was all about uh, Ecobee and Honeywell and Nest, the, those smart thermostats. But then as the announcements kind of kept rolling out over the last, last year or so, you started talking about Crestron and Control 4, Elan, Lutron, Savant, all the you know yeah. smart home control brands. So each of those requires a different um, driver. Um, that's and, that, and that's a fairly familiar um kind of a solution for our, the integration channel, knowing that there are drivers for the different technologies that are third-party type systems that they're integrating together. So that must be a uh, familiar language with them and just knowing that each one is available. Um, is there anything special with the way that those drivers have to be brought into a system to be able to work and the timing of that when the HVAC system is installed Versus the control system, or maybe that already ex the the inverter system might already exist, and they're adding a smart home system into the home. Yeah, I mean, I would say probably primarily our, you know, our you know our clients that we that we help and we assist in the engineering, and it, it does start from right on the uh, from the original of the install of the HVAC and the home the smart home system. However, 
um, there is no, you know, there's no handcuffs at that point. I mean, they, if they wanted to add a smart home system later, they're more than welcome to do so um, and being able to bring that in uh, within at any time, at any time could be a year from now, or if they wanted to phase the job, um, not, a, not an issue at all. So uh, the, the opportunities out there for the, for the integrators with Crestron and Lutron, um, once again, they all have different verbiage and different ways of way they, uh, uh, they go to market. And then of course, the way that they um, uh, present themselves in their own libraries or their own portfolios, uh, uh, Savant, is uh runs just a tad bit differently than for instance crestron and crestron runs differently than the control four um and then there are some that you know are the integrators out there that prefer a specific um home integration you know system home automation or even a building management system they prefer control four over crestron or vice versa um, and that's okay and that's okay you know whatever we want the end user is our ultimate goal. We want them to have a very successful energy efficient unit, as well as having just the convenience of being able to control it all from one single app, which is provided um, through the uh, home automation. Today's episode of Residential Tech Talks is brought to you by NICE, the global manufacturer of smart home security and building automation solutions. NICE is bringing together 30 years of innovation with award-winning products from Elan, Speakercraft, and Panamax to create a holistic ecosystem for builders, integrators, and consumers. Learn more about how you can create one home with one solution at go.niceforyou.com backslash RTT. So going back to understanding these systems a little bit more, so I was starting to get my head wrapped around um, the inverter and mini split. And, I, and I've talked to enough integrators now who, who like the mini split will, will be a familiar term to them. And, and so I'm, I'm realizing I'm not, you know, I may be later to the game than some of them, but uh, you know, you can't assume everyone knows what, what it is, but I, I just needed to lay my eyes on what the, what those systems look like. And I had it in my head that, that unit that goes like on the wall, that kind of a yeah. wide white, kind of piece that's the ductless system um was was it um and realize that's just one kind of component within these these technologies and i remember seeing that in europe a while ago when i was traveling and you would see it in like a store and it would turn on as needed and then you started to see that in the u.s and maybe a retrofit kind of setup um so that was one thing and that is that a a min is that a mini split or is that a um, inverter system. I forget which one's which on that. Well, the answer to your question is is it's yes. Both. To All both. of the above. Yeah, okay. Both. Yes, <laughs> it is considered what we call a mini split, um, and it, it is a an inverter driven um, drive uh, within it, either an uh, inverter driven motor as well as um, a compressor. Okay. So but to answer your question, yes, you're you're right. You're right on both parts. But then there's a unit on the outside that is quite sizable like you would have your your ac unit in a traditional um system um that goes on the outside of the home and uh, i'm just trying to get like an idea of how these systems you know you i i get for like an expansion room like you have a maybe a sunroom that doesn't have any heating cooling in it that's a great application use case um but for a home that's making the conversion completely to this or that's what that's the system they're going with yeah um 
do these systems sort of blend in as well as a traditional system would in a home? Because we're talking about a lot of high, you know, high-end homes and the CI channel. No, the thing, the, um, the thing so here, uh, I would like to step in and answer this question is that sure. that's the most common of a mental split, right? Maybe we'll add one in the garage, in the elevator room, in the IT room. But in general, the, the inverter and the VRF, uh, we see ducted units, the vertical units, the horizontal. Now we have new uh, multi-position units that can be placed either vertically or horizontally. They can be placed in a, a in in a closet, in the attic, in the full ceiling. So in general, yes, this uh, technology can perfectly replace the traditional unitary units for sure. And talking about the outer unit that you mentioned, uh, one of the biggest. Uh, advantages of using this technology is that the outer unit will be smaller, more quiet, and uh, will weigh a lot less. And from one outer unit, we can connect multiple indoor units, either ducted or ductless. So we also have this advantage, and we're starting to see a lot of buildings in areas, very dense areas like New York, New York City, or different cities in which, you know, in a building, you can have maybe one outer unit serving multiple uh, air handling or injury units, either dockless or, or docked. Uh, the, the biggest part has been, well, uh, a culture change, of course, on maybe new generation of HVAC technicians pitching these new type of units and also, well, uh, cost because these units, yeah, they're way more efficient, but it, at the beginning, they used to be very costly. Now they're getting there. Uh, there are also a lot of rebates, incentives, uh, energy rebates uh, in different parts of the country that are, are helping customers uh, when making a decision which unit to go with and improving uh, the type of unit they have now at home. Uh, but I would say, I don't know if you, Bob, would like to uh, add something there. I would say the limitation uh, on the that adoption may have been uh, cost, of course. Okay, right. Well, and, and, and Jeremy, just to be just to be candid on that, most people are really starting to see the benefit of using the inverter for a whole house. Um, and they're they're starting to outweigh the 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 long term cost and the monthly cost that it's gonna need because your average your average traditional home at a two thousand square foot, you know, three bedroom, two bath home is gonna roughly do about forty five amps an hour on an air conditioning, just the air conditioning. That's, that's average. However, the inverter unit draws the same amount of power of a toaster within oh, wow. eight to uh, around, around eight to 10 amps in an hour. So if you can imagine being able to co control your whole home and actually have a very systematic way of doing it, each individual space has its own ecosystem, if you will, mm. and you're only drawing the same amount of power as a small appliance in your kitchen, that's a win-win. It's a win-win. Yeah, I, I would make the case for, <laughs> I, have a, I have a home that is just large enough to not really be efficient for um, a <laughs> traditional system and to put in a second zone wouldn't be, you know, affordable. And yeah. so it, it it's like, the answer is the, you know, the inverter system basically because you could just worry about certain rooms that don't get the proper air handling you know um, yeah so there, there would be a great opportunity there but uh, yeah and, and i don't think cost is necessarily an issue with our typical client base in the ci channel but 
you, you know, you could always make the case against things if you want. Um, you know, solar solar makes a lot of sense from a green standpoint and getting off the grid. But if you want to say how much it costs up front versus, you know, the down the road, yeah. you know, benefits, it's kind of you can argue that all day long. Um, but then you go to different parts of the country or, you know, continent, if you will, where, you know, California, for instance, very green conscious and regulated. And so you're going to have opportunities there to really step in and say, this is really the, the best technology for, for the future. Um, Absolutely. Particularly. Um, well, uh, I, I would just kind of want to wrap up and, and ask if um, there's, something you'd want to tell the CI channel who you haven't engaged with um, that would help them in terms of their education or um, being prepared for when questions come up with clients who may be uh, going down a different route with their HVAC systems with inverter and mini splits, um, what they can be doing to kind of get prepared for that. Is there any, any kind of educational tools or um, knowledge that they should be kind of getting from, from their, their preparation. No, absolutely. I mean, and here at Arizona, we want to make it very, very easy uh, for people to understand not only where we are at, but, you know, um, but we want to make sure that they are well-educated. So if you were to actually go to our website, we have a full academy that is absolutely free um, for them. They can come to our, our website, they can sign up. It is a free account um, and they can learn anything and everything about um, not only the inverter, about Arizona as a whole, um, the HVAC system, and then of course also the custom integration tools that we provide, that we provide. And then of course on top of that, they always have access to myself as well as Victoria. Um, if they wanted to have any type of consultant work that needed to be done, that, that needed to be on top of that, we would be we would be more than willing to, to assist. And there's other people around on the field um, um, that are also uh, available as well, you know, myself as well as other team members that are out in the field as well. So, but yeah, no, our educational tools that we have on our website is probably by far the easiest way to go and to get on our website, take a look at it and man, just go to town and learn anything and everything you yeah, can. Yeah, and, and adding, adding to what Bob said, um, also on our website, a, a very important piece of, of this puzzle uh, it's a, uh, the, uh, we call it the compatibility, right? So is my unit compatible with Arizona? Can I use the, the Arizona ID Pro for this unit? So even though I mentioned we are compatible with about 80 different manufacturers, ID Pro is, is available for about 14, 15. Uh, customers can go to our website, which is arizonacontrol.com. They can drop down, check compatibility, input their units, manufacturer, Mitsubishi, Daikin, LG, you name it, and uh, check the model number to see if that unit is going to be compatible with the ID Pro. Most likely it's going to be. Maybe the unit is a little bit older and it's not. It, they can always reach out to us. So we're adding constantly adding and adding more and more units into that compatibility tool as we realize that there are more units out there that are now compatible manufacturers are launching new models uh, every now and then. Uh, that's one thing. The other thing is also on our website, the, the integrator can find the drivers. So uh, totally free. They can get there and they'll find the drivers for Control 4, for, uh, for Savant, for Crestron, 
and for some others. So that's uh, an important part of it. Finally, well, uh, we are brand agnostic, meaning that we work with all these manufacturers. So Airzone is a brand agnostic, meaning that as an integrator, you 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 don't have to uh, worry about what uh, HVAC unit you have uh, there in that installation. Uh, Airzone will solve the issue for any type of unit that that you have there. That's great to hear, and uh, thanks for helping to clarify um, this this new, relatively new category for our channel to really be uh, involved with. We obviously HVAC is part of part of the home that everyone's been working on their whole career, but these new challenges that have come up that we didn't really know about, um, and it's kind of a new language and terminology that uh, doesn't roll off our tongues as much as talking yeah. about uh, audio and video and uh, lighting control. So <laughs> appreciate your time on Thank this, you. and uh, and hopefully everybody's learned a little bit. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Thank you, Jeremy. Thanks. Victoria Garcia Massimo is National Operations Manager, and Bob Howie is Regional Sales Manager for the U.S. Central and West uh, at AirZone North America. You can learn more about AirZone and IDUPRO at AirZoneControl.com. That wraps up today's show, which was produced by Residential Tech Today, IPW, and Pretty Easy Podcasts. Please check out PrettyEasyPodcast.com if you want professional and affordable production help on your own podcast. And if you're new to Residential Tech Talks, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you watched or listened to this episode. Also, check out all the latest residential tech news at our magazine's website, restechtoday.com, where you can also subscribe to the print or digital magazine and to our Tuesday and Thursday e email newsletters. Until next time, please stay safe, stay inspired, and let us know if you have a great story to tell. This show was produced by Pretty Easy Podcasts and made possible by listeners like you. If you ever thought of doing your own podcast, please visit prettyeasypodcasts.com.